Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be dangerous masculinity. Well, I've got two emails. The first email is from a guy who's basically wondering what does it mean to be dangerous as a man. And the second one is a good email success story from a guy who's doing a pretty good job of embodying what dangerous masculinity is. So I have a quote that I'm going to go through and I'm gonna go through both these emails. And that sound you hear in the background, that shh, I got all the windows and doors open and that's the sound of the ocean. So you may hear some planes going by, maybe kind of loud, but I, it's such a nice day out, the weather is amazing, so I just thought I'd share that ambiance of the ocean with you. So the quote says, the difference between the 3% who win consistently and experience all life has to offer and the 97% who are mediocre and average is that this 3% simply take risks and actions that the 97% are unwilling or too afraid to take. Being dangerous and masculine are synonymous with each other. The reality is that you are living in a body that is eventually going to die and turn to dust. So from that perspective, you are already dead. In the end, you're going to lose it all anyway. There's no other way to live than to do things that scare the hell out of you and go for what you really want. Find a way to make your life a masterpiece and enjoy it while you can because it ain't gonna last. With that said, let's go through the first email. It's a pretty short one. So he says, hey coach, in previous videos you mentioned that it's good to have a dangerous side. I was wondering if you have any specific examples as to what constitutes acting dangerously. Is it all in how you talk and present yourself? Or do I need to start riding a motorcycle and learn Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Thanks for all your great work, Bob. Well, a great book that I highly recommend, I read many years ago, it's a book called Wild at Heart by John Eldridge. That's E-L-D-R-E-D-G-E. It's a great book about taking risks and boys being dangerous, climbing in trees, taking risks, doing, in other words, not being timid and shy. It doesn't mean you gotta go take jujitsu classes and fucking start beating people up and wanting to get in fights. The idea is you wanna do anything that helps heighten and enhance your masculinity. Thing's kinda loud. I wonder what it sounds like in your end. I'm sure somebody will comment. But the idea is to go for things that you normally wouldn't do or you're maybe too afraid or shy or timid to do. Because like I said in the quote, we're all living in bodies that are gonna die. You got a limited amount of time. The amount of time you've been here is getting longer while the amount of time that you got left is getting shorter. And again, at the end of the day, it's all everybody you love, everything you build, it's all gonna turn to dust. So someday, it's really not a couple hundred years from now, nobody's really going to give a shit about you or I or any of us or what we did or what we experienced or didn't experience or what we were afraid of. So <clears throat> if you look at like the actor Steve McQueen, the original Steve McQueen, the one who passed away in 1980, he was called the king of cool. He was a guy who at the time people embodied dangerous masculinity. He rode and raced motorcycles. He did a lot of stunts, 
like the Great Escape. I'm talking about the original one back in it was done in the '60s. Some of those jumps where he jumped over the barbed wire, he did he did it himself. Even though his the insurance company and his agent said you're not supposed to do those things. The stunt people are supposed to do it. He did them anyways because he was great at riding motorcycles. He raced cars. He was into guns. If he saw a woman he liked, he fucking went for it. He was completely lived life playing full out without holding back. And I, I was watching, I don't know if you've ever, ever seen the show Billions. It's on Showtime. It's just in its third season. And it was a really great episode that came out this past week. And at the end of it, one of the characters that was Damian Lewis's character's right-hand man had... The, the part of the episode was he was trying to, but there was like one burial plot left in this very famous cemetery, and he was competing to get it because to him that was his legacy was to be buried in that cemetery. And so at the very end of the show, they had this conversation because there was an, another character in the show who's like 33 that died in the show, and they were just thinking about man, 33 years old, and the guy he's dead. And so they had, this is part of their dialogue exchange, and it was from season three, episode four. The episode was called Hell of a Ride, and I really liked it, and I thought it was appropriate for our discussion here. And so the character says, uh, the, the one, his right-hand man says, dying in your 30s is tragic as, in, as is 40s. Sympathy dissipates from there. 50s is such a shame. 60s is too soon. And this is a back and forth one, back and forth between the two characters. 70s is a good run. 80s is a life well lived. 90s, that's a fucking hell of a ride. So the idea is that you want to try to live your life in such a way that you set yourself up where you're constantly going for the things that you want, taking risks, asking for a raise. If you don't get a raise, looking for other jobs while you continue to keep your job so you can get paid more money. More money means more choices. The money that you get compensated in whatever you do for a living is going to increase proportionally in relation to your, as what Scott Adams calls it, your talent stack, your skills, your knowledge, your ability to basically add value through some kind of product or some kind of of service so it's it's not holding back it's going for the things you want and it's like if you see a woman you want to ask her out I mean it's a crapshoot it's a 50-50 shot she could say yes she could say no but at the end of the day if you go for it and you get rejected at least you tried because it's much worse to walk away from that situation seeing somebody that really stirred something inside of you but yet you walk away, and then for the next week or so, you're going to be wondering, man, what if I had asked that girl out? Instead of having regrets, it'd be much nicer to get to the end of your life, you know, especially if you've ever known people that are older or if you spend time and around people that are at the end of their life, and a lot of them typically have lots of regrets. I wish I'd have spent more time with my friends. I wish I'd have spent more time with my family. I wish I would have kept in touch with my friends. I wish I would have taken that risk and tried to start that business that I always wanted to because at some point you're going to run out of time. Masculine energy is about drive, mission, succeeding, accomplishing, breaking through barriers, overcoming challenges, taking risks. In other words, being willing 
to fail because most people are just simply living lives of quiet desperation as Tony Robbins says most people tend to major in minor things they just won't do what's necessary consistently and over the long term to get the things that they want so let's go through the second email and see how this guy is doing going for the things that he wants he says hello and keep in mind his life's a work in progress that's the whole point is that your life is a work in progress every day you get up you have the same amount of hours in a day as everybody else the only thing that really matters is what you do at that time it all your outcome and where you end up your trajectory is going to be based upon the actions you take as well as the actions that you fail to take success as I talk about my new book mastering yourself is about feeling like you're making progress if you're sitting around doing nothing you're not gonna you're not taking any risk you're not getting any results because you're not doing anything therefore you're not gonna feel like you're making much progress in your life at least when you go for something and even if you fail you get results and you learn from your results that helps you fine-tune your approach that helps you have a little bit more confidence the next time around and the more you do things and the more you take risks and go for the things you want it's like building muscle in a gym you're building emotional and mental muscle intestinal fortitude or testis testicular fortitude is Richard Marcinko the founder of SEAL Team 6 refers to it that's another great book that I highly recommend The Rogue Warrior by Richard Marcinko and The Rogue Warriors Strategies for Success was, these are books that came out in the 90s but they're just as pertinent today as they were 20 years ago when they came out a dude is a certified badass alpha male really interesting dude so let's go to this guy's email he says hello Corey I just want to say thanks to all the work you're doing you helped me get the most beautiful woman we had that perfect relationship where she supported me and we were like soulmates unfortunately it ended because I became complacent but also, she hid the fact she was on medication like Xanax and psych visits once per month. She hid this from me for over a year because she was so beautiful, I thought I could make it work. Yeah, I've had, I had that experience one. I had a woman that I dated years, a few years ago who, it wasn't until six months we were dating, I found out that she was on antidepressants and then had taken herself off of them and within two weeks, her just she completely changed, and it was a Jekyll and Hyde thing. I mean, she became a different person. And if you've read my second book, you understand some of the things I've experienced with my own mother being a psychotic schizophrenic, and my dad's ex-fiance, who was a manic depressive and committed suicide. And it's just if you've ever been around anybody that's on those psychotropic type drugs, and then they come off of them, it's, it it ain't fun. Let's put it that way. It's a rough road. So he says, long story short, she ended it. I was depressed and sad, and I wanted her back. I buried myself in your work, in the book, and recovered. I walked away, and I never looked back. Well, the reality is that you look at things like that as a win, as a victory. You got to experience being with somebody that, at least in the beginning, seemed like your ideal. You either grow together or you grow it apart. It doesn't mean somebody that's on antidepressants is a horrible person to be in a relationship with, 
But if you've got somebody that's, that's on and off those drugs and they're not doing the things that they should be doing, it's a hell of a fucking roller coaster. He says, now I'm trying out all the things I have learned on beautiful women. Not chatting on the phone is driving them nuts. I stay centered and in control and I make the date. That's being direct, decisive, getting to the point, being the leader in the interaction. A guy who's timid, who's too shy, thinks I got to talk to her more, get her to like me more, and then I'll ask her out. And so they act more like a friend versus a romantic lover. He says, my business is doing great and it's what I love doing. I also work in something that I absolutely love. I wake up without coffee ready for work. I eat a plant-based diet. I train five days a week and I'm living my dream. So he's taking care of the things that are most important to him. He's going for the things he wants. He's doing what he loves for a living. You're gonna work way harder at something that you love versus something that you're just doing for a paycheck. And if you want to reach your full potential, especially when it comes to earning income, again, you're going to work hard at something that you really love and you're really passionate about. And life is just too fucking short not to go for the things that you want. You want to do it in a measured and balanced way. You don't want to just up and quit your job. You want to build your side business or your entrepreneurial adventure or you want to learn things on the side while you're still working at your job the whole idea is to add to your knowledge and to develop your skills and your talents because those are going to determine how much you can charge either through a salary or your products and service to other people he says you've changed my life to the best and I can't thank you enough I race cars I make money and I travel. I mean, racing cars is a very dangerous, masculine thing. It doesn't mean you should go race cars because it's dangerous and it's masculine. You should race cars because it's something that you love to do and you really enjoyed. Maybe mountain biking is something that you like to do. I used to do a lot of mountain biking when I was in my early 20s. He says, you're like a father as mine was never there for me, similar to your parents. If you ever decide to holiday in Australia, you can use one of my Range Rovers and stay at one of my places. The plane's about to land in the living room, by the way. Thank you for your work. I wish you all the best. So if you would like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen and book whatever coaching option works for you. I hope you've enjoyed the sounds of the ocean and the beach. It's about 75 degrees out, pretty breezy, pretty windy, ain't a fucking cloud in the sky. It's fucking gorgeous. I will talk to you soon.